Welcome back to the Sector 7G Podcast. This is a pretty fun podcast. Two friends of mine, Ian Smith and Shane Batley, meet for the first time as we talk about comics, movies, and a couple of predictions that we may see in an upcoming Deadpool movie. This podcast was initially supposed to be a Deadpool podcast, but the meet and greet went so good, we just decided to keep bullshitting about whatever came across our minds. But need not worry, because we're going to be doing that podcast after we've all seen the movie. But on that note, having not seen it yet, I must say this is one of the most exciting movies to come up in a long time. One, as a huge Deadpool fan. Two, as a 90s child who grew up with the man. And just, it's going to be fun. I can't say enough about it. It's it's a Deadpool movie. Going to be breaking of the fourth wall. A lot of gory action. And the fact that it got an R rating. Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful choice. Well done. Because a PG-13 Deadpool would be awful. Not it, It would be a good movie, but not what it should be. Whoever decided to greenlight it for an R-rating movie, good job. You may have just saved the year. As far as predictions go, all I could truly say is that it's going to be fucking amazing. It's Deadpool. Like, how, like, all it really needed was good writers and an R-rating, and it sounds like it has that. Plus, the perfect casting is Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds, there will be no other Deadpool. I think if he ever, like, hangs up the gloves and mask, then that... I can't possibly think who would ever play this character again. That well, at least. Not to mention TJ Miller as Weasel and Colossus. Holy fucking shit, I forgot about Colossus. Like, just, like, I, I know he's been in all the, well, not all, but quite a few X-Men flicks at this point, but Colossus has never truly looked like Colossus until the recent trailer that came out, and you see him, he's big, he's silver, and super Russian. So I'm super excited about that as well. All this as well as two post-credit sequences? I can't possibly see how this would go wrong. So I'm super excited. Casting looks amazing. Story looks amazing. All the trailers look fucking amazing. So that's my prediction. I'm going to be blown away. And if I'm not, I'd be pretty surprised. I think it's more likely that I'll be blown away than underwhelmed. So uh, on that note, let's get to the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Barry Underwood, from the podcast from Sector 7G. If I didn't die, I'm sorry. If I didn't die, I'm sorry.
they're still constructing universes from it's a different thing yeah, like there's been at no time has a movie studio say we're gonna make five lead ups to one major studio one van and we're gonna fucking stick that landing and you're all gonna say thank you yeah and then we're gonna keep <laughs> creating characters that keep talking about it and referencing it and there are gonna be just future parts of it like and enjoy watching your Marvel movies in 2064 because yeah, they're they're still coming they're still coming yeah so but, be careful what you wait for, they're, wish they're, for gigs the, you know that's the thing right is that they are already well on track to oversaturate yeah. the market yeah well on track like, yeah. they're gonna oversaturate the market love your 80s wolverine jacket though by the way oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. prime it's <laughs> fucking 60s i almost want to sh- <laughs> up here with, like, storm mohawk you know what i mean it's perfect it's yeah. perfect maybe maybe i got the gambit haircut the going gambit, on right yeah, now yeah, yeah. Gambit going on. yeah oh man Jesus. we all get to go here yeah you're yeah. uh you're already live Oh yeah, we've been. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I usually do that. It's good to kind of do that. Just, just get into it. Yeah, so, especially when you get new people on because like it's yeah. like being having this in your face is so mm-hmm. strange. Like it's uh, something new. <laughs> I like having, it, especially with Scarlet Spider, just like chilling up beside me. Shout us to go Ben Riley. Yeah, I've been kind of swapping them around. I think the only two that are have stayed are yeah. my beasts. The beasts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have been in the same spots since the beginning. Oh yeah. Has this been. is the, this <clears> my <throat> best use of action figures I've seen. Yeah, I had, I had Capullo's wow. Batman here, but it fell off. Oh. Yeah, it's on there? It's one of the reasons I want to film it. Yeah. Uh, you gotta right. do something with your, your backdrop there. I'm, I'm gonna, the we're putting the doors back. Yeah. Cause, um, and then put posters all over it. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, putting the doors back and I might get another projector screen. Oh, really? Okay. Because um, I was going to say, I have posters to to donate to that cause. And nice. Put some posters on the back. Of that. I got yeah. some crazy dope posters. Cause yeah, you know, you might even put some hooks on where you could have like pre-made like eight carton like panels. Yeah, yeah. And put them on during recording. Yeah, get that super dead sound. Yep. Fuck it, eh? Yeah. Totally a good idea. Good weekend project, you know? Yeah. I'm gonna start filming these two. Show you pretty close. Up. Yeah, man. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, man. If Kevin Smith can do it, we can do it. Yeah. We have both, right? Yeah. Well, and I need my. I need a black guy like Kevin Smith too. So there you go. Exactly. That's why you're here. Well, you got your <laughs> a face for radio and a voice for print. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now on to Deadpool. Dude. The reason why we're all here. God. The reason why a lot of people the are. The reason why my existence is being fulfilled. Yeah. And I'm so <laughs> fucking choked. I can't go. Like yeah. the first. What? Day. Yeah, I gotta work. I, uh, there's nothing oh. to cover, so. So you and me both. We're not catching open tonight, no, but which no, sucks because yeah. since I've been doing this, I've been like I've had it like every single one. This is the first one I can't go. Mm. Yeah. Like all the Bond movies, all the, like the Marvel movies, I've I've been able to go oh. first night. Yeah, Rough. not and, for this one because yeah. Shoutouts to the Peacocks for being dope and having the steel barrier with yeah. us. Oh, this is the Bed Master oh, stealing me. Yeah. Like, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck that haunted house. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, no, I'm bummed because we were going to have a very epic uh, uh, DP of DP. Yeah. We were going to do- double penetrate some DP and go twice. Yeah. We were going to go to seven and then go at the, the 945. Nice. Wow. But now it's just the 945. I'm going to be there with my bells on, probably fighting off people in Deadpool yeah. cosplay. There's actually a lady who does like a really dope lady. Yeah, I've seen her at the um, at the Toy Fair. 
Yeah, I started the Avengers premiere logos. Well. Yeah. I, I love that's a thing that people dress up like this kind of like cosplay. underground sub. Well, not just a cosplay, but specifically Deadpool cosplay. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you're a Comic Con or you're like at PAX or yeah. Fan Expo. Yeah. You're gonna be there, and there's gonna be Deadpool, and yeah. each Deadpool is gonna be unique and a unique take. Sometimes they have a different version of the Deadpool. Yeah, well, there's so many now. Yeah, too, right? it's crazy. Have, have you either of you seen the pictures of the family Deadpool? Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, family, yeah. Just so choice. Well, and now he's got an entire uh, in the comic book. So I spent I spent an incredulous day at the comic book store uh, yesterday, just being blown away at what the hell Marvel's done to itself. Yeah. Like, yes. Like I, I I haven't been on top of it at all. I've missed yep. uh, I missed out on most of the Secret War. I just didn't have not been on top of it. And mm. to see what has happened to Marvel is both painful and intriguing. Yeah. Because yeah, it's kind of cool because you're at a point where you can start reading. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's fresh, yes. and you have fresh stories, and you don't have to worry about it. But as a fan, like, dude, I was like, as weird as it sounds, and like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, all comic book old school this kind of thing. But yeah, to see Captain America and Thor kissing on the cover of a comic book. Yeah, that hey, were a male, you know a female Thor yeah. and a black Captain America. It's awesome, but it's also like really weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Well, I, I, but at the same time too, I'm not threatened from the like the comics I grew up in the '90s, right? Like I, I still have my like walking upside down triangle Thor in my head with the yeah. big like Swedish blonde thing saying, yeah. how, "This is how you build an IKEA furniture set." But you know, <laughs> outside of that, I can. I can also appreciate them doing something different with oh, it. Oh, I, I, I you know? totally love it. In I fact, love that they're doing it's keeping totally. it fresh. It's, like, it's still, it's still mind-boggling. Your female yeah. Thor, your more uh, uh, culturally representative casting of major heroes and stuff. Yep. And I, I don't think, like, it, I feel the right way to do it is you do that and you do the other. And you don't necessarily get rid of one or the other. Yeah. Because, you know, some stories are going to play better with the archetypical you know, um, reimagining of the American mythos through kind of like somewhat watered down German myths, you know, from like interior uh, Europe. But you can have both. There's no reason why it's one or the other. It's it's story, it's creative, it's up in here. So you can have your, what I point to my head, uh, (laughs) for all you podcasters. It's up in here. It's up in here. here. I'm pointing to my crotch right now. This is Deadpool after all. It's up in here. (laughs) But, But you can have both and not feel like one or the other needs to dominate. It's not like Thor's only this way. It's not doctrine. No, no, it, yeah. it's, not by any means. It's I guess I just mean for yeah. a yeah. for a person who is like a diehard mm-hmm. comic book fan and like I'd be interested to see like a dude who hasn't been to a comic book store in 15 years. Yeah. Walking into a comic yeah, book store. Yeah, to see today, the landscape it is and now. See the landscape, well, see like what what his comic books are doing like just little things. I'm pretty much that dude. Like I, I can tell you, you have them in the room right here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to be hardcore with comics. Um, when I was growing up, like in the early '90s, um, all the way up until about the knots, and then your life got in the way. Yeah. And I fell off the bandwagon. It wasn't like I, I got was disenfranchised with comics or like comics lost me as an audience. Life. I just, yeah. You know, got to the point where I was more worried about like job placement ideas and stuff in in like the. Uh, What's happening with Xavier's School of Gifted Mutants wasn't a, a thing. And not to mention that, but they pivoted, right? So you no longer had the classic heroes that I knew, like my my Cyclops and my Beast and stuff. You know how been, uh, like Magneto showing up and like... Yeah, Zorn and all these other weird... Yeah, yeah. And, didn't know about, yeah. and it wasn't like I didn't dig it, but I was like, ah, uh, what? Like, I, I couldn't... It wasn't like all the tropes were in place that I could just do it, brief through it, you yeah. know? So yeah, like now when I go to like uh, our local comic book stores here, like the Yellow Jacket... Um, I walk through and I go look at its cover arts. I'm like, going, wow, yeah. that's really cool shit. Yeah. Or that's I read the on. trades, which yeah. I which I do, yeah. and I hear that you know Marvel. That's how I know about the the new Thor and stuff because I read it on the trade. So I'm getting the cram down 
businessman suit and tie, right. Wall Street Journal version of the stuff, and I'm already getting wet. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. like, and so that's you can imagine what it's like when you walk into exactly. the store. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty insane. Yeah. But yeah. It's 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 cool. Uh, culturally, mm-hmm. for sure. Like I yes. think, for, as as a like to shake the culture up, you get so many people. You go online, like I'm on nerd blogs all the time, and you go online, and there's mm-hmm. that like really like uh, obvious divide. There is, you know, keep it the same, and then there's no, it should be new, and like I fall somewhere in the in the middle where I'm like, I'm I'm so used, you're so used to it growing up that yeah. the minute you walk into the store and you're not prepared for it, and you're just kind of like. Mommy and Daddy, why are Thor and Captain America kissing? You know? <laughs> Thor, Captain America's black now. And then what they did, which I find really interesting, and yeah. this was a debate I had the other day, is now they're bringing back... They went with all these like awesome ideas for changing the my, the the you know race or gender of all these superheroes, but then they're bringing the original superheroes back like six months yes. later yes. to go, oh, you know, Steve Rogers was old, so you know Sam Wilson took over for him, which is a good idea, but now Captain America's young again, so Captain America's back. And it's like... Was he going to be Captain America again? Are they going to take like it, it's it's kind of like this flash in the pan thing where they go here you go everybody you yeah. know minorities welcome and least, back to it back to way well finally yeah. you know like welcome to the party fifteen years late exactly it's like all right well and now we're gonna like kind of take it back a little bit and go well yeah but people still want to see young well, Captain I, America I I don't, I don't understand maybe this is me overly simplifying things. But I don't know why you couldn't have both. I don't know why you can't continue that that arc, in and have the other arc going, so you can have both your traditionalist and non-traditionalist. Yeah. Because, like I was saying earlier, some stories are told better in one way or the other. No, but, totally. But it saddens me to hear if you're saying that they're completely reverting back to the like um, OP kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, That's totally what they're doing. Yeah. Way of doing it, which yeah. I was yeah. hoping that it was going to be more staying power. No, yeah, like with all new, well. all new, all different uh, Marvel that's happening right now. You have you know Secret Wars ended. And, you know, now uh, Miles Morales is Spider-Man, but guess yeah. what? Peter Parker Yeah, Spider-Man. now they both he, they, exist. They exist in the same world yeah. now. And it's yeah. like, at least at least when Miles Morales was Ultimate Spider-Man, he was his own Spider-Man in his own world. Peter Parker was dead. They did something cool and different. Yeah. And then they go, whoop, 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 and they mix it all together in a pot, and they go, okay, well, now Peter Parker and Miles Morales are in the same world, because we can't have a world without Peter Parker but and Spider-Man at the same a, time. Any question from the guy who isn't up to speed with his oh, comics. Yeah. Oh, totally. and, and spoilers for Spider-Man, maybe? Um, yeah, for anybody that's <laughs> uh, I haven't read the books. I'm just yeah. going off of what I I've thought they're doing kind of something like Batman Beyond was doing there where you had um, old Peter Parker who has grown up because he's been a teenager for well, like no, yeah. he's, he's grown years. up now he was a teacher <laughs> he had his own company yeah and so yeah. and now this young kid has the same abilities and I'm not sure I'm up and up in his specific origin story yeah. Uh, but here you now have old Peter Parker kind of being the senpai kopai relationship deal yeah. with this young cat, mm-hmm. and so you're you like that to me works in my mind. Like, it does, but at the yeah. same time, if you have pretty much like the way I'm looking at it is like, and there's the one thing about this mm. whole thing that I, I kind of agreed with yeah. was like if you have Black Spider Man, but you got Peter Parker like white original Spider Man, yeah. then really this other kid isn't Spider Man. He could yeah. like you know Ben oh, Riley. Ben Riley okay. was a clone. Yeah. Okay. He named himself the Scarlet Spider and moved okay. on with his life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this kid could take. Way to bring on... up the clone saga, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, he, this kid could take on a completely different persona, knowing uh-huh. now, you know, hey, these worlds have collided. We live in the same universe. Mm-hmm. You know, like even even Kid Flash is Kid Flash. He's not. Yeah. He's not Flash. Flash again, or you know, when yeah. Wally West and you know Wally West and Barry Allen, kind of like 
didn't really they weren't flash at the same time. So not no. to put you on the spot, but so you're thinking by by not creating a world where the the original Spider-Man was always uh, this cat, mm. in, in that you have like this world where well actually he's Spidey too. And it, yeah, it, it it takes away from that ability to self-identify with it, and you can't have like a a, a, a Drake pirate Robert or like you know uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 that that model just kind of um is a way um, watering down yeah it's taken okay. away from it right so okay, again sure. the same thing with sure. the Sam Wilson thing so now Captain America's young again so he's gonna have the Captain America title whereas the Sam Wilson character will have and, Captain and, America Sam Wilson and do you feel that that the that I think the advantage from a storytelling perspective mm-hmm. uh, of of having the kind of Spidey two idea yeah is that you can have you can bring all the people along that were like not necessarily your diehard Spider fans but the but people that are really like entwined with the lore and history of the character. Yeah. Into the new modern interpretation yes. and have them accept it without them think that there's someone like bait and switch. They're like, you know, yeah. Like, but I also is, is there also, a value to that, or do you think that actually like it's more for them to figure it out and get with the times? Yeah, like, grow up, buddy. Yeah, like, I, th- I, th- I think it's a little. Your bit helmet's of both. not a chair. Grab a knee. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of both. My thing, like, I, I'm super weird in the way where like I kind of yeah. look at it from the uh, pedestrian in the comic books point of view. Uh-huh. So like, I'm not a superhero. I'm just a dude who lives in New York. Okay, I'm walking down the street. And black Spider-Man rules by. I'm like, hey, Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden, the red Spider-Man. I'm like, hey, hey, Spider-Man. Are they both <laughs> called Spider-Man? What is going on? Like, if I were if I were a blogger in the real world of, of Marvel, I'd be like, who the fuck is who? What is going on now? Yeah. Why does this kid call himself Spider-Man when Spider-Man's obviously existed the whole time? You know what universe? I love? Would be like, in that sub-world of you being a real pedestrian, yeah. that like there's like this uh, subculture of conspiracy that comes out, like people calling up the coast to coast. Yeah, Scarlet Spider Man. He ain't Spider Man. <laughs> he's real. He's a clone. He, he's a clone <laughs> by communist agents. <laughs> yeah. They have they have cloning. He didn't know about the cloning. Like oh, I don't know, <laughs> sir. Sir, I don't know if they really have cloning. <laughs> then well, <laughs> the next call is on. Uh, no, yeah, you got it all wrong. He's a lizard person. He comes from Planet X. Uh, I know this for a fact. Um, uh, Jesus appeared to me in my toast, and he told me such. That should be a cool. That actually like like be a cool like comic book series yeah like yeah like you know, the because the, they did that for a little while like the frontline marvel yeah, they, they, they if you're listening to this uh we're all available yeah uh, we'll help you write and i shit. guarantee you you will we'll give you a deal on our writing fees and yeah. consultant fees for this yeah exactly the pedestrians tm yeah motherfuckers that's even a cool title the pedestrians, <laughs> the pedestrians. with tm actually in the title <laughs> trademarked fools oh That'd man really good though that like, would be uh, just like follow a blogger in like spider-man's new york yeah yeah and just like his his take on living in that actually world. if you if you'd want to cut this part out i would say that it'd be actually a really funny like version of a, a, a vlog to do yeah like an actual vlog like youtube vlog and have it be like you well, know talk about traffic man yeah, yeah. We're, we're the guys that actually live in the world of marvel so like yeah. anything that happens like when the marvel movies come out or any of those type of movies come out yeah we do like a so this happened today what the fuck is up with captain america yeah <laughs> you know that'd be cool too because you Why actually follow the issues ruckus. that come out yeah and then react to the if people like it's news yeah yeah and, exactly. and it'd be the timetable would work right yeah. like that, that would be a yeah. really cool podcast and it'd be a fun way to uh meld all of the like the fox marvel world and the you know sony marvel world and the marvel marvel world meld them all together like they are one universe mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you can have some fun with it that way and like it'd be the only imagine holding where... a panel in comic-con <laughs> in character right. yeah where everybody there in comic-con they're asking questions yeah. about this epidemic in gotham or, or you know not <laughs> yeah. gotham that's dc but yeah. do it all at once yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, mix 
mix it all together. Um, I just got a, a scholarship to Xavier's school for gifted mutants. Um, I, I'm choosing between that and Colgate. Uh, what yeah. are my choices there? Yeah, that would be fun too. You could have guests on the show yeah. who are like kids who would go to like, you know, just get some kid to come in and read a script. And it's like, yeah, so I go to Xavier's school and it's like, oh yeah, what is it like there? It's yeah. kind of cool. Wolverine's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Uh, you know, like try to get the inside scoop on the superhero world. <laughs> he's a little gruff at first. Yeah. But if you bring a cigar and an apple first day of class, he's a pussy cat. He's a pussy. Yeah. He's, the, he's the nicest guy. His claws are only meant to scratch your back. Yeah. yeah. The biggest, <laughs> deepest, like, uh, like purrs you ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty rad though. That would that. be. After we should, every one. We should. Because that's one of that. my favorite things about Daredevil. Yes. Is like there, you get to see the people. Yeah. Like, yeah. You never see that. No. It's yeah. Totally like true. I, I thought it was strange in Daredevil. Like I did, I didn't uh, connect the dots when they would refer to the event. Yeah. And I was like, the event. I was like, it seems weird that like they're still kind of complaining about nine eleven kind of yeah. thing. I was like, no, oh, no way. No. They're talking New York about, is yeah. where like the Chitauri like exactly. attack. Exactly. Yes. And it's so cool. It's actually like one of the only things I liked about the Jessica Jones series. Yeah. Was that like one episode where that lady like oh, tricks her into coming to yeah. the place because she's mad at her because her grandma her mom died during the fucking yeah. The and, event, whoa. and she's like, I just want to kill a superhero, yeah, or a super powered person. And it's like, wow, that's, yeah, you're, you're kind of fucked. There's this lady. backlash like, that's happening, yeah. And it's, I, and it's I, a neat psychological. I've yet to see the Jessica Jones. Oh, sorry, spoiler. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm like, how did you come here? We're spoiling things, <laughs> whatever. That just means I gotta, you know, pick up the pace here. I, we, I'm, we I'm a spoiler proof kind of guy, so yeah. you don't, don't like if you spoil something, I will in. I, I will kind of kind of just like you know blink myself out like Man in Black. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, what what who? Yeah. Well, the nice thing about random spoilers <laughs> yeah. like that is I'll when you see it in the show, you'll still be like. Whoa. One of the things when you start working behind camera yeah. is you just start to get somewhat spoilerly immune, uh, yeah. immune yeah. because you just are in the thick of it and totally. and you can hear an idea but still be impressed by the journey. Yeah. Is that and, what you do? Yeah. Yeah. I work. Uh, we we didn't do any introductions on this. We kind of did the oh, cold, yeah. the Let's cold just start. Jump into it. Yeah. yeah. So um, my name's Ian Smith. I uh, was here earlier on an earlier podcast. And I mainly work in production offices, and uh, I help like uh, develop my own properties, and um, work in the film business when I'm not doing other things. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, Shane Badley. I don't do anything quite as interesting. I am a, <laughs> I, I'm a comic book nerd and stand up paddleboarder, and one hell of one too. But and rap. Presario? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have a mixture of many different things. I'm, the ge- a lot of things I'm, go. I'm black of all trades. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well played. That would be right. a lot better in the video podcast. Yeah. <laughs> in case you guys didn't know. Well, hey, I don't want to get that mixed up, too. There was a, because um, Kevin Smith's black friend, like for the longest time, yeah, it was debated. It was debated whether or not he was black or not. It's like, well, I am black, everyone. Yeah. It's okay. He has to say it all the time. <laughs> I love how that's an issue. You yeah. know? Like, well, it's a debate. It's one of those things we're like, no, no, I've seen him, man. He's black. He's like, no, dude, he does not sound black, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you that was given more time than yeah, whether yeah. the, not that, that, that Kevin Smith Hart is doing the work of three. No, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a conversation. It should the be. Should it's not anymore. But, he's losing mm-hmm. the weight. I didn't, the I didn't realize that was a thing until, um, I guess, couple who's like, all right, let's start this off like Luther Vandross kind of style. Yeah. Then he would do like his yes. impression and then people like, why is a white guy doing Luther, Luther Vandross <laughs> impressions? I'm like, oh, he's black. He's, he's, he's black. It's okay, guys. It's yeah. okay. He's allowed to pretend he's the black person. Yeah. yeah that's, God, that's, that's an interesting thing in this format. Yeah, How yeah. many like I, I can think of like the slash film club, uh, podcast they had a uh, uh, Devendra's on it and he, yeah. he he he's of uh, mixed race background too and 
again, you see so many people in the forums trying to figure out wh- what is he about. <laughs> what, like, you know, yeah. No one's talking about his content. They're yeah. like talking about like yeah, yeah stuff, well, stupid shit that doesn't matter. On the flip side too, though, it is yeah. kind of a relatability thing. Okay, you know what I mean. Whereas like like I'm part of a uh, a, a group on Facebook called the Extraordinary Group of Black Nerds. Oh, <laughs> awesome! And it really is like it's kind of neat. Like I get to have conversations with dudes in like like dudes like from the ghettos in the states. Who yeah. are like way nerdier than I am, and they just need a place to be able to be nerdy, sure, and not you know because you know minute walk up okay. the door and they got all the gangsters and the violence and the guns and the drugs and this and that the other they lose their they have to lose their identity it's, to a point. It's or, a culture where they couldn't be themselves. Yeah, and they're really. Actually, okay, so like that's yeah. kind of one of the interesting things about the internet is it gives you this connectivity. So when you find a guy like I f- always forget Kevin Smith's buddy's name, but Mark when, Bernard. Mark Bernard. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. Mark. Uh, but when you, whenever you get a guy like Mark Bernard, it's like, hey, there's a brother that's nerdy too. That's mm. super cool, and it's it, you're able to go, okay, like it's it's this weird back of the mind. Like people people go, oh, your race doesn't exist, but it's like when it comes to things like relatability, like I think it's one of the reasons that Marvel did what they did with, you know, minorities and and gender and different genders being the superheroes because mm-hmm. people have longed to relate with their favorite superheroes more. One of my favorite superheroes when I was a kid was Spider-Man because anybody can be Spider-Man. Yeah. He wears a mask. Sure, he's a white kid, but he wears a mask and there's no gender involved with, or no no race involved with what he looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I could be a Spider-Man cosplayer, but it's odd for me to walk out and try to be a Thor cosplayer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's the, and you know, kudos to uh, uh, Marvel for trying with Heimdall, but it's still it's still weird seeing a black Viking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we've talked about we've him talked several about times this before. Just but you such know, a waste of Edris Elba. Right. Like you could have had is. him anywhere he else. Well, so maybe down the line with the Infinity Gauntlet, they'll have him do things. At the moment, he just pretty much. In Ragnarok, he'll have a big role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the moment, he's pretty much just a, a lower, lower, watered-down version of they shall not pass over and over <laughs> yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, it was cool the first time. But it was the third or fourth time, it was like, okay, buddy, yeah. you know, get a new shtick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting, but again, it's still you know, yeah. just the Black Viking. That's all, like, like there there was, there. I'm clear, I'm sure, that if I go and I pick up a Viking lore book, it's going to be a bunch of Scandinavian dudes, because guess what? That's what those dudes. Yeah, sure. There was, you know, there sure. was no Scandinavian dudes in the, you know, eleven hundreds that were like, you know, oh, that one <laughs> black guy, is super cool. I, I like, I worship him. <laughs> well, I, I've been saying this to people, uh, and I, I might be, <laughs> history might prove me wrong because this is a really deep and trained uh, boulder to move. Yeah. But uh, two thousand fifteen was a phenomenal year for casting that didn't have to be as white as snow. It's true. You know, this yeah. was the first year it wasn't like Casper the Ghost out there yeah, being sure. the Maquis lead for things. Wouldn't know that from and watching the Oscars. <coughs> you, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it was a whole different story. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, that is topic. a podcast that should be made. Yeah. Uh, not that there hasn't been a thousand others, but oh, yeah. I still think it's our turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, regardless, um, uh, I, I, oh, geez, I had a point. Oh, yeah. That the, the, the what's, what Hollywood used to point to as their excuse. And I think this was totally the excuse and not actually true. Uh, was that, yeah, you know, we really like to have diversity with our casting and our stories, but 
we just can't because that foreign box office they just will never go see go a film yeah. that isn't as, as white as is is like cocaine mm-hmm. so it's like it's never going to be a thing yeah. and uh lord and behold you had 2015 show up and they've been breaking records everywhere like you got the fast and furious you had so many movies yeah. where you didn't have white on white as the big wins like maybe i think the big win this year that was white and white would be jurassic world right yeah and that was probably because it's Jurassic World. Yeah, you know? yeah. That has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> it was all about yeah. that movie was hybrid inevitable. raptor yeah. Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> so like, like, this is a year where the system could point to the fact that, you know, these made good money. This made good money in Asia, which is the going to be the most important marketplace for film mm-hmm. in, uh, in about a half a decade. Uh-huh. It may be sooner. And Europe as well, and all this other stuff. So that excuse no longer stands. No, so it's it's totally yeah. blown apart. And so there's so many good stories and so much good content that's just on the table. Yeah, the money on the table that people should be diving into here for both uh, women in film and also uh, and minorities. Uh, what it's yeah. quote minorities, yeah. which you know, to which be honest, really if you think from a global perspective global. or yeah. other ways, it's really yeah. not like. No. All of us are minorities compared to Han Chinese. So, you know, so, um, or, or, yeah, or East Indian. So, yeah. um, um, it's it just, it's just, I feel there's an opportunity here. Like, so when I write scripts, yeah. um, I wouldn't say I'm confident enough that, again, people won't know, but I, I am one of these white as a sheet people. Um, I, I'm not as confident enough to necessarily say I know a particular story from a particular voice, right. but I can write a character. And I can make that character black, as Hispanic. I could make him, you know, a, a woman. And it just makes it more interesting. Yeah. All of a sudden, you just brought in a bunch more cultural elements and a bunch more story elements yeah. that you never had before to play with. Yeah. And you can do so much more things. Totally. So, like, yeah, maybe I can't say a really personal detail, but let's be let's face it. Like, is Transformers particularly a deep dive into anything? <laughs> so what, why don't you make uh, Shia LaBeouf, like, um, I don't know. Michael B. Jordan, like the, sure. the, the go-to black guy in uh, in cinema right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. Uh, you know, uh, excuse me if I if I have the uh, what was the name of the guy that was in Community for a long time? Oh, um, Donald Glover. He, he would be um he would be great in, in Transformers. In fact, he yeah. would be he'd be way better than Shia yeah. There was a, that guy, that that guy has range. Yeah. Look at him like him in fucking Le Martian, right? Yeah. I don't so, know if you yeah. uh, uh, are aware of this, but there mm. was a campaign. Uh, Spider Man, yeah, yeah, Glover for Spider Man. I, I did. That's some of the reasons I think my mind went there. Yeah, yeah. But um, he, he would have been, he would have been cool. But at the same time, I don't I think he would have been the greatest Miles Morales. I, no. I get, yes. I get the most yes. shit for it, but I still think that the best Miles Morales, like age and look wise, would be Jaden Smith. Yeah, oh. but then it's Jaden Smith. It's Jaden Smith, I know, but but I, it does in we, terms of age, even look. I don't think we give Jaden Smith enough credit because he totally had to deal with that. Uh, after Earth situation, and like, and not like that, really... just like his Twitter and everything. Like... Yeah, he's a little crazy, but if you listen to his music, he's actually got like character. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's what like anything movie wise needs is somebody who has character. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. What's the After Earth thing? I I, uh, I know uh, what the movie is, but I... well, just like he's pretty much been pigeonholed because of his his uh, uh, acting in that movie, and like even Will Smith sucked in that movie. Yeah, like every you can't base your opinion on an actor on shitty directing. Yeah, and that's what they had. They had, they had shitty directing. They had a forced storyline that Will Smith and and uh, M. Night Shyamalan just had to do. They were like M. Night Shyamalan didn't even want to put his name on the fucking no. movie until, well, until uh, the movie came out. That's a nice way to spin it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they they covered his name up. Well, yeah. to be honest, too, they didn't let him. 
because he can't sell films anymore. No. So I think it's more like, you can't fire me, I quit. It's like, yeah. you know, kind but of instead, it's like, you know, we'll just keep your name off this for a little while. Because, yeah. But again, it, it, in the end, it was still an M. Night Shyamalan film, and it was still, you know, uh, uh, Will Smith's a great actor, but I wouldn't really, I, if somebody would be like, hey, Will Smith's directing this. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go see that today. Like, no, I really don't care yeah. to see him direct anything, you know? So, it's like when he's him and M Night Shyamalan team up to be in charge of a movie and then put the guy's poor kid in it. Like, yeah, I'm but, sorry, but like, I don't think I'd be a great actor on my dad either. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? but you understand they can smell fear. Yeah, <laughs> they can smell fear. So yeah. just don't have any emotion at all. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yes. <laughs> all right. But, but, but Barry, we haven't we haven't had your introduction. Yeah, do your introduction. Oh, th- these people know me. <laughs> okay. Yes. Do they know? Do they really? They do. Barry fucking Underwood. <laughs> yeah, um we'll wait for him to come back. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm so pumped for Deadpool. I'm just I so pumped. I can't wait. Like I'm oh, I man. have to keep it out of my head that I'm not seeing it like opening opening night. Like this is the first time. The little kid in me that's still playing with his like colorless Game Boy. Oh is yeah. so hyped. Oh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna make the podcast way better. Beer's hands off. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm choked that I can't see it. Like, yeah. the first night. Like, yeah. It sucks. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm choked as well because I was looking forward to actually seeing this with you, like doing all these podcasts together and adding your note as much as we have just to go and like my favorite thing is to go see brand new comic book movies with comic book nerds. Yeah. Because they get somebody else to be like, <laughs> yeah, you know. you <laughs> it's part of the viewing experience, right? Like, yeah. like, yeah, maybe it's not the best from a creative uh, cr- critiquing standpoint of yeah. cinema, but Shit, man, it's like the new grindhouse. We yeah. gotta go. We yeah. gotta get pumped up. Well, that's we gotta get liquored up. See it. That's why we're gonna see it twice, too, right? Yeah. And plus, yeah. it's fun to see it with people that get references that I don't have to explain. Mm-hmm. So, like, when there's yeah. Easter eggs, mm-hmm. we can just be like, bro, holy shit. That's gonna oh. suck, too, guys. I'm gonna go, like, I love, love you, Megan, but I'm gonna go see this with my girl <laughs> tomorrow. And, like, it's like she's a, a she loves the concept of yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. And she loves the stuff she's seen, but she hasn't read anything yet, so, right? Yes. Like, she doesn't really know anything about Deadpool. Except what I've blabbed about constantly for weeks, and so that's gonna be great. Oh, it's, so it's one of those things too, though. Yeah, like, but I think that's gonna be rad his... too because he, he's such an everyman character. Mm-hmm. You do not have to be a comic book fan to like no. Deadpool. He he's a shit disturber by the <laughs> oh. by, of the ninth level, and he's going to bring it. That will be one of the bigger grossing yeah. movies for a long time, I think. Too like, I think that it will appeal to the masses. Like, it's one of those movies where I think it'll set the standard for. We can make a comic book movie that's absolutely faithful to the source material, yeah, and the public will still love it. Well, the yeah. great thing about Deadwood, um, De- not Deadwood, uh, Deadpool. <laughs> um, that's another show that we should do a podcast on. Mm. But very uh, good show. Uh, the other thing about Deadpool is, even if you're not uh, necessarily fully respectful to the source material, mm. how would you know and would it really hurt it? Like, yeah, it might even make it better. Less people, as long know. as you don't kind of put like swords coming out of his arms and so his mouth <laughs> shut. But they are referencing that themselves, oh, dude. Yeah. Apparently, this is one of the things about having someone else nerd it mm-hmm. turn it out with. Yeah. There's going to be apparently over a hundred Easter eggs in the movie. Wow, over a hundred that's like, crazy. like references and Easter eggs. Take that, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's twenty percent more awesome right there. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is, but also is going to be one of those things where like you're, I'm going to be like looking around the room for somebody else in a Deadpool shirt. But <laughs> did you fucking? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I'm sure yeah. they're gonna make some references to stuff that they. Oh, what I was saying to Barry earlier is yes. that what they should do, and this should be like come the standard of what they do. Like, I don't know if this is what they do already, but whatever. Um, when they put Easter eggs in movies, especially that many, they should be using that as like a testing ground to see who freaks out about what the most, and use that 
towards future properties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's kind of a testing ground to I, see what people would I mean, like to see. How would, how would you structure that? You mean like during like the viewing test audiences? Yeah. Like either well, the, te- the test okay. audiences and then also sure. you have your... But the problem with test audiences is you're inherently looking for people that are not going to be with it. No. Like by, by, by design. No, but yeah. well, no, I, I say less with test audiences and okay. more with the reactionary fanboy community. So yeah. you have your blogs, like this, you have your instance. vlogs, us. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, like you get some guys that are already probably skimming the internet for copyright infringement anyways. You know, you get them to look at the the things that are coming out and go, Okay, wow, these guys really like love the fact that cable was referenced. So yes, we better yep. make sure that cable is in the next movie. You know, oh they really like the fact that we kinda played around with the fact that Vanessa might be a mutant. Oh, okay. We should definitely make her copycat in the next movie. Well, like, yeah. You know? if, if I was king of the universe and head of a studio, mm-hmm. which I think are interchangeable terms, uh, <laughs> now it is. I, I would. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely be interested in seeing that data, but I'd be also inherently concerned of 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 essentially putting fanboys in the driver's seat because you, yeah, it's not necessarily what you want. It might yeah. be one of these things where you hey, don't that's want that. Why the Deadpool Deadpool movie is happening though? And and even that's though this is going to guarantee <laughs> yeah. you going to piss off a lot of listeners. But that's also the reason why I think the later Harry Potter Harry Potter films aren't as good. Okay. Because you, they had to like shoehorn. Oh, you gotta get that Horcrux skin there. You okay. you had to get that in there because yeah. the fans want it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and like, really, uh, you know, you uh, if you that. if you took a took a knife to it and you really just wanted to make a good film, you should probably cut about thirty minutes per per movie of those last films. Yeah. But people would fucking light their hair on fucking fire yeah, if, if you, you did that to them, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, But it's again, like, the Deadpool movie is only happening because that test footage got leaked and people yeah. lost their fucking minds. And it was fanboys sure. who made that movie happen. You yeah. know, that's a good no, point. No layman was like, oh, I need to see that movie. You I know? remember like, one of the most touchiest, like, uh, irritated one of my friends who's a fanboy kind of arguments. I didn't even intend this to be an argument, but it almost went to blows yeah. was me talking about uh, Serenity and Firefly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Serenity movie didn't need to happen. Well, like, <laughs> what their point was, you cannot do that to fans since fans is what got you your movie. And I was like, yes, you can. <laughs> I was like, totally can if it makes a better story. And, and, yeah. and they almost stabbed if me with a fork. it makes a better story, though. <laughs> and that's well, the, the key is if it makes a better story. My argument was... Firefly is a much better story than Serenity. Fire, Firefly is a great show. But <laughs> again, this was supposed to be a concluding kind of story, right? Yeah. And it, it was shoehorning like probably what was going to be maybe three seasons until a one hour, one movie. Yeah. One hour and 20 minute runtime. Yeah. Which um, again, they could have done a fucking trilogy of it and but, probably would have made more money. But yeah, it's just I think it did lead to a better thing. But, but with this Deadpool and what you're saying about the Easter eggs, I'm really happy they're in there. Like, one of the great things I mentioned it before, and I, and by the way, what I, what I was going to lead to this in this podcast, and maybe right. it's worth popping to it right now, yep. is I do believe this is going to be Fox Studios' version of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the one, it's, it's going to be the... not only different, but it's going to be the little film that could. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have it on the radar, mm-hmm. or not in any really serious way, that you have this diehard fan base that just wants it, yeah. and it's going to come out, and it's going to be un, it's going to be unapologetically geeky. Oh, in the yeah. way, in the best way possible, oh, yeah. and it's going to nail it. It's going yeah. to stick that landing, and even general audiences are going to walk away going, "Wow!" I don't think it's going to be as financially as successful, only because it's a rated R film. Right. But outside of that, I think they have a surefire winner and a, and a sure thing that's going to bring the the Fox Marvel brand yeah up to uh, this oh. echelon. And if you look at the trailers, it. for they need it. And if you look at what they're coming down the pipe, like 
X Men First Class was a good start. Yeah, it was decent. Um, uh, the what was the last film? Days of Future Days Past. Days of Future Past. Decent. That was a that was a good clinch hit. It was and, good runs. And you, yeah, I got two runners off yeah. of um, yeah. third and second. Yeah. And so you know they're they're building it. They're yeah. Building Deadpool it. will be. I think that I Deadpool, think Deadpool will clinch be, it. I, I'm worried though that Deadpool is going to exceed mm-hmm. what they're going to, like because Bryan Singer's good, but yeah. what Tim Sale and fucking and uh, uh, Brian Reynolds are bringing is just better. Like it's just. It's just better, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and like sure. it's going to be, it's going to be like the quintessential. Like this is how you do a comic book movie, and then they're going to come afterwards with a Brian Singer approximation of the apocalypse story, which yeah. will be good, but it won't be like again for fanboys. I like it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna, like I try my best to look at Brian Singer movies like uh, uh, individual takes of the stories I loved sure. instead yeah. of being the stories I loved because that's what like I love fucking uh, Days of Future Past I love yeah. that storyline well you and also don't want to try to remake something that worked in a medium that isn't movies right no. like like the idea with an adaptation is you make it work for the medium you're in yeah you don't necessarily have to be so and then that's what I say about Harry Potter once again later movies you, if you're too beloved to the source material mm-hmm. you're gonna hurt your project yeah. So you gotta make it your own and find out what the strengths of your medium is right. to make it work. Yeah. A lot of people sometimes though, I think a lot of people and I think it's better with singer and stuff because they get it. Mm-hmm. They're they are us in yeah. this room. Yeah. Um people that aren't don't understand what the medium is in general right. and they just completely make it their own thing and have no yeah. regard. Well my yeah. my argument, I guess you say that yeah, or my sure. counterpoint to that would be the watchman. Oh, okay. Is that yeah. he pretty much used that? He used that comic book as fucking storyboards, and that's yes. really what a comic book is. Yeah, if do, you look at it properly. I do love the Watchmen. You know, I do. I do love the Watchmen, both the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm, and he took he storyboarded yeah. the proper parts of it. He didn't. He didn't give us the whole thing. And a lot of people were like, yeah. oh, I wanted this and I wanted this." And he didn't have to give us those. And that was what, what, what kind of made the it ending good. was the most departure, right? It, it was the biggest departure. Yeah, but at the same departure. time, I mean, we like, don't need to get into it. In, in multiple <laughs> yeah. watches of the movie, though, it, you. you if you watch the movie, <laughs> you reread I'm the book. a little biased too, because I had friends that worked on that film too. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, mm-hmm. like I, the, the, I, I'm a really good friend with the girl that got, um, was Cass, the com- yeah, the with the comedian's uh, pregnant um, uh, girl in in Vietnam. Okay, okay, uh, it's Nido. She's she's huh. a phenomenal actress, cool. and she's a really good friend. And mm-hmm. and, and and yeah, so like. <laughs> It's hard for me to look at that film and have nothing but love for it. Yeah, it, but it, yeah. As, a, as a comic book nerd, and like I yeah. found the Watchmen the year before it came out. Okay, yeah. I found the book wow. the year before it came yeah. out. So when I started, when I was reading the book, the trailers were starting to come out. Yeah, and I was looking at the book, and like I was like I was I was on the page where the owl ship comes out of the water, and then I watched the trailer where the owl ship comes out of the water, and I went. Oh, it's so hard because it's just like the nerdgasm involved with that is just oh, is, is beyond. But then on top of it, they took what was a well-written story yes. and made a well, well written movie that took, came across as a well portrayed movie. I, I also think it was marketed horribly. Mm. Like no one so realized that. it's the counter um, comic book movie. Like and also yeah. too, it was a little early before the time it should have been maybe yeah. released. Oh, yeah. Like the reason I think Deadpool's going to do well. Is that we we are now so familiar with the concept of a comic book movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can now play with what the concept of a comic, comic book movie movies, is. Yeah, where in that's in what the whole, Guardians did as well. Yeah, really well. And and the whole idea behind Watchmen is that it's almost a 
examination of the genre of that it's in. Yeah. As Which makes it fun yeah, in that as well because that's yeah, what the comic adventure. book was as well. Yeah, The exactly. comic book in itself was an examination of what comic book but genres this, are. Think about what comic book movies were around during the time of The Watchmen. You had yeah, Iron, Man, Iron Man. You had the Batman first begins. three uh, X-Men films. Only yeah. two of them were good. good yeah. And and you had like Batman, Batman Begins, begins stuff. So, so people were still in the kind of like, okay, we've got to take this genre seriously phase. Yeah. So the fact that something showed up in the lampooned it, <laughs> you know, really really was like oh wait a minute where's my epic sec pieces where's the big blue laser that they have to stop you know i I, I think it didn't work that's why i'm glad they're waiting on making the boys yeah i don't even know what that is boys is garth ennis okay it's this uh, it's this really cool it's a uk based thing but it's this uh story that's uh about a bunch of people who have who pretty much have a vendetta against superheroes and so this government agency gives them superpowers to police superheroes and in that world superheroes are fucked in the head as they should be yeah like they go to brothels like this teenage superheroes groups of teenage superheroes are fucking super hormonal and all this stuff sure and they go to brothels and they, they make all this money doing all this all this good work gotcha and so they go to brothels and they fucking like just ravage the shit out of like prostitutes and then these guys come in and they beat the shit out of them and, but it's like gruesome as fuck they're like busting their heads open and all this other stuff so but like the uh main character in the book he looks exactly like um simon peck Okay. So, yeah. like, Simon Pegg's already attached to the movie, which is also oh. really fun. Wow. And, like, the spoiler alert, but the very one of the very first scenes in the book is that guy is, is out with his fiance on, like, a date in, like, you know, at a fair, and a super speeder, like the Flash, runs directly through his girlfriend. And so he's, like, he's like standing there holding her arms, looking into her eyes, and then it's just her arms that he's holding, and she's oh, going, and it's like, oh, yeah, totally. But it gives you this understanding of, like, why... It's p- a part of what I'm talking yeah. about is they, they, they take the concept of comic books and go, yeah, but from a, from a real life perspective, yeah. it would be pretty twisted, you know? Like, yeah, this young girl rad. goes to join a group like mm-hmm. the Avengers and she's like super excited about it and she's like young and all like, and the guys all make her suck at them dicks. Make her suck all of their dicks. On some like, you want to be in so a group? this is very much an um, R-rated problem. Oh yeah, big you know? time. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll definitely be an R-rated movie, but okay. like, they, so, so they've... Kick-ass, right? Even, yeah, it's it's yeah. along the same lines. Like, you know, okay. uh, uh, Mark Miller and... and uh, uh, Grant Morrison and Garth Ennis and all these guys are from kind of the same school of comic book. Yeah, I, 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 I mean. I'm seeing you on this one. Okay, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Well, that, that, I, I'd probably see it, but I, it'd be it, smaller it, audience. All I'm saying is that, that at the time it comes out, it'll be exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the the superhero genre will be so set up that you could you could make a movie like that, and people will go. Wow, yeah, superheroes would be that fucked up if they existed. Yeah. You know, like if if the Marvel characters we're talking about, just look at Justin Bieber, and he doesn't have superheroes powers yeah, yeah exactly right like like super famous people <laughs> he just with he just has an usher yeah. You know? yeah yeah exactly but like superpowers are like would change your whole psyche yeah. mm-hmm. change who you are as a person and if yeah. you got superpowers as a teenager sorry you wouldn't be spider-man yeah unless maybe I, I think the exception to that would be peter parker nerdy great power comes great responsibility that he, whole thing it yeah works. i think the reason why that story works is again they put a lot of work into making his character be someone you could believe at that age. Yeah. Get to at least start off with him fucking it up. No, totally. He but like, totally if, fucks if you, it up in the beginning. If you think about like on a mass scale, if like kids were getting superpowers at the rate yeah. you see them on, in, in comic books nowadays, yeah. with shitty parents and sure. bad upbringings, yeah. there'd be more super villain kids than there would be super hero kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Aside from the ones that like are super fanboys about superheroes, but that would make that'd be the only thing that would make them virtuous. Aside from that, they just. I think we just came up with a new incredible plot too. Yeah, yeah right. there I think you that's go. the next Pixar movie right there. Yeah. Oh god, don't! Yeah, I can't wait for that movie. 
But anyways, oh, yeah. Deadpool. Um, Deadpool. I gotta say, the one thing I'm super excited about with Deadpool and can't yes. wait to find out mm-hmm. is because he can be thrown into any other... Like, he can be part of the X-Men. He can... Yep. Like, there's already rumors that he's going to have something to do with the Gambit movie. Yeah. Or that they might get a movie yep. together. They're also saying that they're, they're, the two things that they yeah. are talking about making is... Yeah. Obviously, Cable is going to be yeah. somewhere in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. But they're teetering... From what I've read and heard, is they're teetering on uh, doing an X-Factor movie versus doing uh, an X-Force movie. Yeah. They had an X-Factor oh. movie already greenlit, and then Deadpool got so much attention and then they wanted to fast track the singer movies because mm-hmm. Apocalypse like the end credit scene of, of uh, Days of Future Past got yeah. everybody stoked on Apocalypse any so. new mutants perhaps any new, new well, mutants well th- maybe but maybe not right like, yeah. you, no, got, we're not gonna you don't need that. the new mutants especially no, since yeah. you're already introducing yeah. their most famous character that they, that comic book franchise ever I, created yeah. <laughs> the reason why is because like I, I was a little kid mm. when that was a brand new comic series, okay. and I was the perfect age yeah. when it showed up. So, well, like again, I always have a soft spot for New Mutants. That was where yeah. you had Cable and Deadpool come to blows the very first time. Yeah. You know what? I, I actually that. might have that comic somewhere in my closet. Really? That, that's but, gonna be you keep that motherfucker, but, dude. <laughs> that's gonna caveat be so here. I believe it was a reprint. I don't oh, think it's original because oh, okay. I bought it from one of those Costco packs, mm. and I'm pretty sure that was in there. Yeah, definitely reprint. But, uh, yeah, but first issue, yeah. whoever has the first issue of Deadpool's yeah, cool. appearance, like the, what is it, New Mutants 18, I think it yeah. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you have that issue, man, put that in a box somewhere. Right I now. um, <laughs> I actually have, still do the Infinity Gauntlet. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, that's From gonna when, be nice. It's so crazy. Much I have that um, Infinity War and Infinity. Infinity Watch. Watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, dude. Those are going to be, those are going to be worth so much money in like five, ten years. I haven't seen them in comic book like conventions and stuff like recently and like they're in the past two years it's been skyrocketing up just before the even movies hit. Like, oh, yeah. Now that we know that it's going to happen, they're already bumping up the Because people want to read it. Yeah. yeah. They're not that, they're not as easy to find as you think they are. No, not no, the no. individual no. issues. No. And, you can and buy like the trade paperbacks. If there's anybody like when I was a kid, these things are going to be yellow. They're gonna have like wear and tear on the staples. They're yeah. gonna, they're gonna have use unless yeah, for most of them yeah. Unless yeah. you're like that dude that put it in a in a bag the minute you you read it and it's been in a fucking climate controlled room ever yeah. since, which is like so rare, especially with like. I think it's interesting the amount of like natural disasters, flooding, yeah, ice storms, this, that, the other that have happened throughout the North America throughout North America yeah. over the past you know 20, 30 years. A lot of those comics that people said were oversaturated in like the '90s and stuff are gone. They're gone now. Yeah. Well, not only that, but people will like you know when they get out of their like late teens, early twenties, they'll put them in like a like a shed. Or... <laughs> yeah, or essentially, like they'll put them in like some type of like legal box. Yeah. Put them in the attic. Yeah. Where just, there's just no climate them. control. Oh yeah, no. And boom, they're I, gone. I I, yeah. I know as a as a fact, and it's like the hard one of the hardest parts of my like life right now is yeah. that. All of the comic books I got in the 80s and 90s that were in boxes at my dad's house yeah. ended up in a shed when he moved, and now he's oh, dead, no. and they are... And, and, like, I tried... When last time I saw him, last time I went and saw him before he passed, I, like, went into the shed, and I looked at the place, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm only here for another week. Like, I, there's no way. There's no way I could find anything in this thing, and the boxes on top of boxes smushed. Like, it's just... I know that those comic books are dead, and some of those comic books are, like, first prints and, like, oh, no, only man. prints that you'll ever get. And like that, That's a long weekend project. You just gotta do. You just gotta do. Yeah. You just gotta yeah. do. Yeah. Which, again, at this point, I don't even know if this is there. To be honest, like, yeah, he passed a couple years ago, and his mm-hmm. wife has the house, and who knows what she did with that shit? She could tone it down. That sucks. <laughs> like I, I lost a lot of comics uh, to a flood because my water heater 
Like in my yeah. basement, flooded, and then uh, my my room was downstairs. So yeah. like it just swamped yeah. all, all the small, shit. all the smart people in the world have their shit on like a shelf in a room that's completely like sealed. And, oh you know, yeah, I'm somewhere in between. <laughs> my stuff is in one of those like kind of plastic like yeah, you know so you organizers in yeah. in a tub. But it, and it's in a room in the house I grew up in. But uh, I beat the shit out of my comics as a kid. I beat the shit out. Of well, yeah, when we were kids, <laughs> we weren't worried about collecting them. Well, no, yeah. like I, I pretty much learned to read on comics, man. Like, like, me too. like mm-hmm. it was just the, like it started off with me looking at the pictures and not knowing anything what the bubbles meant. Yeah, yeah, and just making my own stories up. I'd read the same issue like nine hundred times yeah. because it was a new story every goddamn every time. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then eventually one day I just remember reading like, holy shit, I get. I know what that said. And this is cool, yeah. 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 I, I think one of the downfalls for people in our generation, which really sucked, is that like in the early 2000s, when all of us stopped paying attention, mm-hmm. was when the writing got good. Yeah. Like yeah. that was when people like Grant Morrison started writing for the X-Men and like all this stuff. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. And like yeah. going back and being able to read like the early aught stuff now. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. Really? And like right I'm now, nice. it's so good too. Like, you should. It's so Is good. there ways to do that where it's not like uh, yeah. having to buy issues where you can like literally get them more like in a printed novel torrent yes <laughs> oh. totally torrent the motherfucking shit yeah what is I'm this sorry. torrent you speak of torrent you say <laughs> no dude man I, but, I, and especially with like the new 52s coming out right now like uh, after those came out yeah. they relaunched a lot and it, I gotta say the Batman run is incredible oh, okay like yeah. uh, Court of Owls Court of Owls is so good Death of the Family yeah. Court and, of Owls is the last part I read actually I'm oh. really sad about that oh. yeah. I'll have to send them your way too yeah because holy fuck, they're good. Yeah, I'm it looks like, like I got on. a lot of reading. To yeah, do. Oh, dude, Scott Snyder. Do. I is... do, and I stopped reading in 2010, 12, 12, 2012. Oh, That's about when I, I start reading, reading again. I was really? out for a while, like for like majority of the 2000s, and then yeah. I started back in 2012. Yeah, I I had a break in the early 2000s because I was like in you know late teens, early 20s, just wanting to get laid, and then I. <laughs> Realize that it's okay to be a nerd and get laid at the same time. So yeah, like these things are not as uh, not, mutually exclusive. Yeah, exactly. So I started to do that again. And you still use it as your icebreaker unless you're <laughs> at Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, what 2006, I started reading again, and then I read up until about 2012, and I started reading with all the the New 52 stuff. And I got well, that was 2012, wasn't it? New 52 when it restarted. Yes. Yeah. 2012. Yeah, and I got like super stoked on it for the first like six months. And then, because like, I was just like, I was torrenting every week when everything came out. At first, I was buying everything when it came out, and then I started torrenting, and then I stopped. I, I think it was because of the paddleboarding stuff. I started paddleboarding, and I didn't have time to sit around my house and read comic books in my spare time. You know, when you work and you like come home after work and you're just sitting around and you're reading, it's fine. But I wasn't doing the same thing, so just yeah. like it stopped the last like four years. I've like really fallen behind, and so it's gotten to that point now again where like Green Lantern has a glove. And yeah. Like, Why does Green Lantern have a glove? I was actually like physically angry at this comic book story yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. is with this glove? How far back do I have to read? Like, I love <laughs> yeah, Green Lantern. And I'm like, yeah, you so missed Convergence. Uh, yeah, I missed Convergence. Convergence and uh, Secret War both happened. That yeah. Are, yeah. Changed it all again. Changed it all again. I know. It's like four years later. And like even <laughs> like the the Thor thing that happened in um, Original Sin. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um, but what? they're rehashing it now. Again. Yeah. Did I tell? Did do you know why that happened? Like, like uh, in Original Sin. No. If, like somebody kills the the yeah. watcher. I was wondering why he lost his like worthiness. What is it? It's funny because it all happens in a very short period of time because you find out Nick Fury is the one behind it all, 
and um, oh. and then they're trying to like close in on him. But you find out how much because he knows everything. Yeah. And like I think first to attack was Iron Man, and he whispers like a series of numbers to the suit, and then it was like a distress call, so it brings it back home. And then you can hear him, like, even Stark's like, fuck, how do you know this? And then he just goes flying back to Earth. <laughs> and then he goes after somebody else. And then he whispers something to Thor. And his hammer just flies to the moon. And then just deemed him unworthy. Like, either it was a secret or something he didn't know. Right. Or, like, just, like, something that he is something repressed. he didn't know he did, yeah. Yeah, and then he, like, huh. whispers in, like, something to him. Yeah. And then that's how he loses his hammer. Huh. And then he's just, huh. since then, been not worthy. Yeah. Of the hammer. I, wow. I, I, I picked up an issue yesterday that's like, they, I, I don't know if it's a re-release or if they're just like, because of the whole new all, new all different thing that's happened, yeah. but I picked up the first issue of Thor, I guess, and it was with her on the cover. Yeah. And it, all, it starts from him on the moon crying about not being able to have it, so yeah. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Why are you doing this to me, Marvel? Yeah. And at one point... <laughs> but you know what? That's a great place to dive in. Yeah, it is. You talk cool. about an opening act. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm stuck on a moon... When my hammer doesn't I like me anymore, my, I can't pick my hammer up. Yeah. Wow, I'm hooked. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna finish yeah. that story. It's so cool too because at, at the Axis story where yeah. um where Red Skull <laughs> he actually steals Professor X's brain, fuses it with his own, so now he turns into onslaught essentially. Oh, and um, that's what happened in Axis. Yeah, and then he and then wow. something happens like uh, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch do like some sort of magic attack, but it goes wrong. Okay. Um, and causes it reverts everyone. So, um, like Sam Wilson turns evil. Like a lot of uh, like it reversed all the heroes and villains' <laughs> intentions. Like so, like anyone close enough to it that happens. So like half the Avengers are now evil. Um, Carnage is good. Yeah, Same with Sabretooth. No, and no, Thor good, is good. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, you're talking. You're telling me there's a universe in comicdom. Where Carnage is, is, a, good is yes. a good guy. It it oh. changes, and then they go that, and I then. Fathom that. No. Yeah, yeah and then you get like an evil Captain America, oh, and I'm um, at one point Thor is trying to attack Loki, and Loki actually was able to use the hammer, like for a change, like after this change, like he used it. Then, oh, dear oh, dear 2010s comic books, what the fuck? Right, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, well, a lot happened in a short period of time. Dude. We all know that Deadpool probably reads his own comics. Yes. Oh, you know he does. Yeah. He, he references his own comics <laughs> in the think, comics. That's what I love about it. What do you think Deadpool would uh, would appreciate the Switch in, what is it, 2010? I, I actually, that'd be, yeah. I wonder if they I have the run that. of, like, his, his run in Access. Oh, in Access. And he almost becomes, like, a Buddhist. And then it's, like, him struggling. Like, <laughs> with everything that's trying happening. To be, yeah, it was him trying to be peaceful. Right. Yeah. But is um, he actually struggling, like, what's happening because he knows it's the comic books and he's getting frustrated with it? Or, like... Oh, uh, no, he's... <laughs> I think he's struggling with trying to be peaceful when right. he knows he can't be peaceful. Right. And it's cool, too, because um, they have, like, the child apocalypse, like, the reincarnation. Yeah. That and it's good. Yeah, and then yeah. after this hits, it turns him to full-blown apocalypse. Was full-blown? I, I was wondering when that was going to happen, And actually. in that, like, um, I guess Wade Wilson was, like, his best friend in, like... Yeah. Um, at the school or whatever. And then you see, like, uh, Deadpool trying to, like, reason with him. No, like, you're some good kid, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to be doing this. And then I think squishes him. <laughs> Just squishes Deadpool and leaves him for dead. Yeah, of course and he'll then, heal back from that, but that's yeah. going to be a painful one. That's kind of a cool idea. I, I, I There was a, um, an, an ancient Chinese novel that I really like called uh, Journey to the East. It's about, like, this stone monkey who's indestructible, which yeah. is essentially yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Who also is completely... Um, Un- unable to restrain himself from anything, he's yeah. all it, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, and and he's going around causing all sorts of shit, and eventually runs into Buddha, and Buddha kind of eventually tricks him into taming him. 
mm-hmm. but he but the Virgil he turns into or the the enlightened version of the self is the enlightened Buddha of chaos. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah, and it kind that of reminds me of that. Sounds like what Deadpool yeah. pretty yeah. much is. Nice. Yeah. yeah, but back to Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, Deadpool. I gotta ask because I'm running short on time. Yeah, go you gotta go to work soon. But um, what are you most excited to see come out of this? Like that, like I said, like I'm Ooh, wow. I'm excited to see. What it's going to tie into, what it's going to lead up What's to, gonna come out of it. and also too, if he's going to have his like never-ending like pocket for ammo and stuff, right? Because <laughs> they are giving, like, they are letting him break the fourth wall, right? Yeah, and like that's totally within the realm yeah, of possibility. That's and, probably the biggest part. Of that. And Weasel's in the movie too, yeah, isn't he? Weasel, yeah, yeah. So TJ Miller, like, will he be able to teleport, or will he be able to do that, like with yeah, the belt? I don't know if he's going to have the teleportation. That's a good point because yeah, Weasel is tied into the te- he, actually. I, I I didn't know the origin of Weasel until earlier today, and I was like blown away that like uh, uh, Deadpool goes back in time and ruins Weasel's life okay, in order yeah. to make him work for him. Yeah, in the future, <laughs> yeah. Like, he was gonna have a job at Oscorp, and he pretty much got him hooked on pills and booze. Yeah, so that he would lose the internship and never work for Oscorp, and, and then be his and be his his genius slave. It's Really, it's, it's really, so twisted, yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah, but really dark, like, but at I the don't same think time, might give him a better life. Yeah, Working for Oscorp yeah. may not be good, no, but no. yeah, he'd be dead by now. Yeah. Um, he would be, <laughs> oh, yeah. but I don't think that that, yeah, I don't think they'll, they'll go that far. You know, Deadpool would actually think he's doing the da- kid a favor, yeah. Oh, he did, that was he the did. Whole in his, in his like, mind, he'd think it, yeah. he'd be helping him out, yeah. and <laughs> may have because, uh, yeah. Like, I'm looking. I'm looking yeah. forward to see how he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. Like yeah. again, in the comic books, he does it because he knows he's in a comic book. <laughs> yeah. So in this, he have to know he's in a movie. Mm-hmm. So the personal interaction that you'll get with him will be one of a kind. First of all, yeah. Again, no other movie will be that. You know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off will be the closest other thing where like, yeah. he actually just talks to the audience that much, <laughs> or like fucking Saved by the Bell. Yeah. But like, if yeah. he has like direct con, like, <clears throat> do you see this shit kind of thing? I yeah. Think that's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to the Easter eggs. I can't wait to see who else is in it. I know they're gonna have other people that yeah. we haven't seen yet. I just I need to see Cable. Like, hey man, that's all. I, but I know, hey guys, two stingers. All I'm gonna say this film. For anyone out there, yeah. two stingers. Yeah. So you're probably gonna get your cable. Um, I hope so. But again, yeah. they haven't even talked about whether they're cast or not. So that'd yeah. be like a huge bombshell. I like think you're not gonna say see an actor. I think you're gonna see something the, like, like after credit scene with him, like just his arm or some shit. Something that you know is cable, <laughs> but at the same time has not limited for casting. Yeah, yeah. or be, anything yeah. along those lines. But apparently, there's gonna be two end sequences. Yeah, well, that's it. That's that's what a stinger is. Post credit okay. little okay. thing is called a stinger, okay. and there are two in this film. So anyone yeah. that's in that theater, keep your ass in that seat. You're gonna be rewarded. I don't know what it is yet because no one does. No, but you're gonna be rewarded. So I'm glad um, I'm going on opening night. That's yeah. why I'm so pissed too. Like I hate hearing. Like I, I'm gonna have to avoid the, the internet. internet for like two yeah. Days. yeah, and like not just because ah like. <laughs> Yeah, just turn off your Twitter. I'm so I'm Don't so log choked. Your Facebook. Yeah. I'm still gonna try to to we'll, get the day off. We'll like, talk. We'll talk tonight. To but like, try. fuck, man. Like, I'm so choked. Well, either way, I'm I'm there with you, man. I'm gonna. Yeah, have to... yeah you're gonna be fucking four days, three days past, three days past, three days deep. Yeah, well, three it's fifteenth, so yeah. yeah, three uh, days deep. But luckily, I, I got this stupid wedding thing coming up, so yeah, so you'll uh, be, not for me. <laughs> but as the best man, yeah. you'll be uh, yeah. you'll be engrossed in that. Just turn your phone off, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm more excited about. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, hmm? what are you most excited Ooh, about? Oh, Jesus, yeah. man. Um, well, <laughs> I love the fact that you know they're giving Ryan Reynolds another take of this. Like, I feel like. Like my, I come from from more of the film side of it, right? So, here's a here's an actor in a property 
that they already tried once and it didn't work. <sighs> the fans brought it back and kept it pure. Huh. And I want to see them stick the lang- yeah. landing. And I do think this is going to be this, uh, or uh, I should say Fox's Guardians, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's going to open up. I would love a universe where it's not just necessarily the House of Mouse making a lot of comic book movies. Right. You know, if we could actually have a couple different people kind of delivering content and exploring different avenues and making it so it's competitive, yeah. that's what I want to see from my Deadpool. Maybe that's really a big concept, but, you know, that's no, what I want. That's what they should have. And I also am looking forward to catching up on everything I missed since the, like, early 90s with the guy. Yeah. Like, I, I know the crazy shit he's done. I've seen him in slices here and there, and I just know how much fun he is. Yeah. And I want to be along for the ride. And I'm kind of glad that I don't really have a specific expectation as far no, as the story. Yeah. Actually, and Colossus. And Colossus. I'm a big fan of Colossus. Oh, I've always top, been a fan of Colossus. Top. He, he looks so good. Oh, he looks so good. Yeah, ever since the, the Konami video game, I just yeah. love, love Colossus. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the comic. Yeah. But yeah. I, I still love that one dude. One of my favorite uh, comic book issues is one that the number I can't even remember because I've just read it too many times and I don't care. But it is uh, it's really based around Colossus's backstory. It's got mm. him and uh, Archangel in it. Yeah, and you learn about his brother and like all this other stuff. But it's like you know Jim Lee. I think it's like issue like sixteen or eighteen. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah. It it was it, like I still have it to this day. The original issue that I bought and it's just like it's like I've I've loved Colossus for a long time. But it's been like this kind of like. In the back of my mind, love, you know, it's one of those things yeah. where if somebody would be like, who's your favorite superhero? Colossus wouldn't come up, but when you just see him on the screen, I was like, oh, God, yes. He, he's up there. He's yeah. up in there in my top ten. He, he's like a kind of a backbencher guy, maybe. Yeah, but totally. But he, he, I've always had this weird thing about Colossus being this really interesting character to identify with. Yeah. And I, I thought he got short, short, um, short change, short change yeah. a little bit. How they wrote him out of the X Men a bit. Yeah, like he just wasn't hitting it. The Cold War's over. They killed so him like, like a motherfucker. Oh, did they ever? And like the third movie, like he was what, what, walking with a TV. It was yeah, like the, the main thing he did. Yeah. Yeah. The second movie, second movie. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking the movies. I'm talking <laughs> the comics where you know oh, his yeah. his sister dies and he gets yeah. all like yeah. hurt from that. Like sure, he comes dies. back and she becomes magic. But then he's like walking around with uh, like like essentially Magneto's rejects and like yeah. you know like I didn't see I didn't see a universe where that would have been Colossus no. ever you no. know that wouldn't have been that guy no. uh, and I, I just kind of liked how he is and just his yeah. like he's like almost the Russian Batman yeah. since he's just I love these well, not Batman Superman Russian, I love just, these full yeah. on Russian full on Russian yeah. for the movie too like I like Daniel Cudmore great guy met him a couple times good, good, good dude but yeah, dude. Like they're doing. He Colossus needs to be properly. Russian. He needs to be Russian. He needs yeah. and to be that yeah. Russian. Like Deadpool, you can do this. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what I perfect. want. <laughs> I want this guy to yeah. be like have like uh, slamming back cocktails with like uh, the guy that was the captain in the Hunt for Red October. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's the I want this Ivan guy to yeah, show up. Totally. You know? I one of my big yeah. questions about this movie is whether or not, and I hope I kind of hope so, but I don't think they'll do it. Is whether or not they'll involve death. Yeah, one of the original things about yeah. the Deadpool is that when when he was in the you know program that turned him into a mutant and it was close to death, she showed up and he fell in love with her just like Thanos did. Yes, and so like that, and that's a huge a existential thing. But B, I think she likes him more than Thanos. Yeah, she, she does. does. She does <laughs> because he, he, he a he's like he gets her. He's, he gets her more. That's the biggest <laughs> thing is he gets her more, and like he's like the main one that she can't have. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like Thanos is. Invincible and all the same thing as well, but he's 
he has better understanding of the cosmic scale. Yeah. And like he's 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 this like cosmic being, so he's closer to her equal. Yeah. Whereas she's like you know Deadpool's kind of more of a like she loves him because she can't have him. And, and all I, stuff. I think Deadpool's more doing the work that is more of her, right? Like yeah. Thanos is just like I will kill everyone for you. Yeah. And Thanos like, actually cursed him with immortality now too. With you? So, yeah. Deadpool. Oh, really? He's immortal now because oh. Thanos cursed him with it. Oh. So, he could never have death. <laughs> he can ne- oh, so... The- oh. That was his move. Wow. Cool, love triangle, boom. Yeah, See, that's and awesome. Th- and this is the only reason that I'm sad that the Marvel and Fox universes can't combine. Because that's sure. the kind of love triangle that would fuck the movies up. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> if they take a page out of Sony's book, maybe they'll play nice and lend each other to Delphal. Delphal. Oh, very Delphal. But you know what? Fox I would say the same has... about Spider-Man until it happened. Yeah, but the one thing that Fox has in their belt, like, you couldn't really build a proper universe around Spider-Man. You can make a Spider-Man world, but it wouldn't be as palpable as what you can do with uh, an X-Men franchise. You have mm. so many, like, you can do a Star Jammers movie. Yeah, yeah I haven't even thought of doing that yet. But well, like you, you get to have you get to have the whole entire um, Shi'ar and like all that kind of stuff. If 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 they want, they can go. Hey, the Guardians did well. We can do that, and they can do an actual like space pirate movie. Yeah, and it would be a really fun, be badass fun. flick. You know, I, I don't actually see this necessarily as being a bad thing. No, like I get a little concerned when you put all the eggs in a single basket. Totally. You know, just one bad CEO, yeah. one bad vision, and yeah. it all comes toppling down. And it's it's fun but because you do get at least get different takes it, on how superhero. And if, and if you could separate anything in the comic book world, you can truly, truly have the X Men universe and the mutants in a bubble. Yeah. From the classic for a long Marvel. time in the, in, in the comic books, they were they were it, it was. was very rare. Yeah. Now, even in the nineties, to have it was it wasn't really up until the onslaught saga. That yeah. You saw. You'd the have X-Men like one off, yeah. Like you'd have Wolverine fights the Hulk, yeah. Right, that kind yeah, of thing. That kind of thing. But that'd be far and few between. Yeah. And yeah. for the most part, mutants were their own thing. Yeah. And you know, what? I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the worst idea. Like yeah. we miss these opportunities, like you're saying, yeah. right? But I think overall, Small it might be better. Yeah. It, might, it might be better yeah. not to. It's although, be careful what you wish for. Although ten years from now, if they're not working on an onslaught series, there's something wrong with those studios completely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Because uh, that's there. something that you could really you know, do. I'd be happy with the Fatal Attraction. Yeah, you know, that's still one of my high oh, watermarks. If yeah. you're talking about sagas, yeah, yeah. Fatal Attraction. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's that's a purely. I, I just mean something that puts yeah. Marvel and X Men together. Oh, gotcha. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like yeah, because yeah. Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction and uh, uh, Executioner's Song. Sure. Ugh. So good. Oh, wow. Wait, yeah. That was a that. crossover between yeah. all of it, like X-Men, X-Force, X-Factor. X, yeah, that was that was all the X's. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And they're all against like Apocalypse. And, yeah. yeah. That was and, such and a Mr. Good run. Sinister. And, yeah. Like, and these are people that in the movies, especially with the way they're doing the movies, and you can look at the way you look at Colossus and stuff, yes. like they could really make Mr. Sinister. I think Sinister would and... be awesome to <sighs> engage with the cinema. Because like, I think the comic was good, but yeah. they didn't quite capture him. I yeah. still yeah. think there's a lot to explore yeah. with that character. Yeah. And, oh man, yeah. he would just be so much fun to die. That's yeah. to me actually that's yeah. the only reason I think that they jumped the gun on the uh, apocalypse movie, because you have so many other like you've got the fatal attraction story. You yeah, have you almost want to work out story, to it. So you have all this other stuff that you could play with, and then you get to take all of these X Force, X Factor, X Men, and I go, think the reason why though is because they knew they weren't going to have Singer forever. Yeah, I think yeah. that's because they dropped the yeah. gun. Because like, otherwise, his idea. Like, shit, even the Gambit movie would be a great place to introduce Sinister. Like yeah. that'd be a fantastic yeah. Uh, yeah. fit there. Actually, yeah, I'm interested to see who yeah. the antagonist in uh, Gambit is. We'll see. Yeah. I'm a little more concerned about that because I, I like Gambit as a cool character. Yeah, it's amazing, but it's I don't know how can you make him a stand. Like no. Deadpool, there's so much to mind. Yeah. Uh, even Wolverine, there's so much to mind. Yeah. Gambit, cool dude. Is there that much to mind? No, not really. Especially yeah. when all of his origin stories and everything he's done is connected to 
the X Men universe. You know what I mean? Like and his love love uh, thing with Rogue and like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's... Well, some people are the spice and some mm. people are the stew. Yeah, I think Gambit's spice, not stew. You don't want a full bowl of spice. No. This ain't yeah. gonna work. No, no, but yeah. we do have to wrap this up. Oh, oh yeah, you gotta get yes. to work. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Jimmy Chunga. Chimichanga. Clo- <laughs> yeah. Any closing words for Deadpool? Uh, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Uh, will you have my babies? Yes. <laughs> that was me. That was Deadpool. that was to Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Yes. Uh, I love they, you both. They are one and the same. They are one and the same. How about yourself? <laughs> um, yeah, closing words on Deadpool. Wow. I, I'm, I'm hoping to be my fuck by Deadpool. That's kind of what go. I'm going in for. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I'll be there uh, with my chimichangas, and I'm going to be loving it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm so going to be doing everything in my power this whole shift to get someone to cover mine tomorrow so I can go opening day. Yeah. And um, that way, hopefully, we can all talk about this tomorrow. And the yeah. Next day. And I'll pretend not to know you till the 15th. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I will not take offense to that. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to try my hardest not to be that asshole on the internet that is just like, so this happened. Fuck you, assholes. Ha, 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 ha. It's a choice. Yeah. yeah. No one did that for Star Wars. And that was yeah. one of the rightest things about Star Wars. Is yeah. Everyone knew not Everyone to talk respected about. that. Yeah. So. It was like a universal fight club. It was great. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for coming out, gentlemen. Right. I will see you after I see the movie. All right. Peace out. We'll cool. see you then. Peace. I hope you enjoy the show and the cast because we're going to be teaming up again to give our reviews and thoughts on the Deadpool movie. We may be adding a few more members of the cast as well. So stay tuned to the Damn You Boxes podcast from Sector 7G. Peace.